Previously on Monogamy. Good morning, Doctor. You said you wanted to see me? No, I'm already in a relationship. Uh, what's been bothering you, Mr. Smith? Well, Doc, I keep seeing these tiny pink crocodiles everywhere. Mm. Have you seen a psychiatrist? No, just the crocodiles. I see. Well, I, I want you to take this blue pill in the morning with a glass of water, this green pill at noon with a glass of water, and this red pill at night with a glass of water. Why, what's my problem, Doc? You're not drinking enough water. Give it to me straight, Doc. I'm afraid you've got heart disease and Alzheimer's. Well, at least I don't have heart disease. Now hold on a minute. That scene wasn't in last week's episode. That's just a cheap doctor sketch that the writers tried to slip by everybody. Well, I'm afraid it's not going to work, fellas. I'm a loyal employee of this radio station, and I deserve to be treated better than this. Look at them in the control booth. They're laughing at me. Well, fuck you, Larry, and the rest of you bastards, too, whoever you are. You people are sick, you know that? Mr. Hunter says just do the announcing, Harvey, or you won't get paid. When did I become such a whore? You've always been a whore. Do the announcing. Great, I'm a whore now. Last week I was turned into a vampire, and now... Oh, the hell with it. Here's this week's exciting episode of Monogamy. 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 Hi. Rock hard here. Remember Mr. Porker, the impresario that was hired by the board of directors to find talent for the big spillage benefit? Well, he's a piece of work, ain't he? He has no scruples whatsoever. They were removed when they took out his kidney. Anyway, he's going to try and persuade my old chum Smith and Wesson to come up with a big number for the concert. In case you don't know, Smith and Wesson are Monogamy's foremost musical comedy writing team. I still have their first record, Wanda the Dishwasher. The B-side is I Long for Gonorrhea. Classic. The boys once helped me out of a jam I was in when I was working in Chinatown. It involved a clown, a bowling ball, and a dead kangaroo. But I digress. Let's head up to the rehearsal studio where Smith and Wesson are working on the finale for their new musical, Slap Happy. And that's why I say, bring back the butter and the broom. Stink, Smitty. Well, you come up with something then. Oh, I'm sorry, Smitty. I just can't think of nothing today. My mind's like mush. Cup of Joe, that's what you need. Yeah. Hey, that reminds me. Where's Tommy the coffee boy? I sent him off a jab a half an hour ago. You tell me, I will both know. No, oh, that kid's a no good, Nick. All right, let's get back to work. How about we do a number about, uh, I know. Edie, you mean, huh? I'm giddy. How about Edie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you crazy? We can't do a number about an unstable evil dictator who slaughtered and ate his own people. Why not? Bob Goulet's doing that at the Belasco. Oh, right, right. Okay, well, why don't we do a number about uh, high-rise prostitution brothels? No, we did a prostitution number last year in crab cakes, remember? Oh, so we did. All right. Tell you what, let's go back to the drawing board on this one. Why don't we do a number where the girl goes back to the farm? Now again, we did that in, uh, oh, you know, uh, what was it again? Uh, big baby, uh, oh, big, yeah, big yeah, baby, yeah. Big uh, baby, um... big baby blue balls from Bettysville. Yeah. Big baby blue balls from Bettysville, <laughs> yeah. that's right. Hey, it's Mr. Parker. Oh, good morning, Mr. Parker. Smith, Wesson, how are you, boys? Oh, pretty good, Mr. Parker. I say, uh, what brings you down here, Mr. Parker? I just wanted to see how Slap Happy was coming along. Oh, it's coming all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's good to hear. Well, I've uh, got some good news and uh, some bad news, boys. Oh, well, we sure could use some good news right about now. Sure could. Well, the good news is I'm going to give you the bad news first. Well, swell, I guess. Yeah. What's the bad news? 
The bad news is, Slap Happy, the musical, has been canceled. Canceled? Well, don't that beat all? How come? The, um, investors all pulled out. Oh, can't you get new investors? I tried that. My lips are still sore. Uh, but what about our reputation as songwriters? I mean, don't that count for nothing? Yeah, what about all those hits we wrote? Like, uh, honey, those pajamas are too tight. Yeah, yeah. Or, uh, I can smell you from here? Yeah, that was pretty good. But my favorite was, there's a cock in my pants and it ain't a rooster. No, that was yeah. Learner and Low. Yeah. Oh, gee, that's too bad. I love that one. Now, listen, boys, I think Smith & Wesson are the best comedy musical writing team in the world. It's just the money men upstairs. They pulled the rug out from underneath us. Damn it. There's no more road to Tipperary. Great, just great. The termites have eaten the parade. Mm. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Don't walk down that path. I have bad knees. Mm-hmm. That's not a finger in your mouth. You've got a head like a vent, pal, and if I blew in your ear, the whole room would be cool. Yeah, okay, okay, we get yeah. the idea. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, boys, but there will be no music. Goodbye. Yeah. I can't believe it. Jeez, all the luck. <laughs> hey, now, uh, wait a minute. Uh, maybe there is some good news. I forgot to tell you. I, I got a job. Oh. And that's right. I'm producing the big benefit concert to raise money to fight the spinach disease. That's uh, pretty good news, huh? Yeah, great. Yeah. Say, you know, I just had a thought about something. Uh, we could use a big fundraiser tune. You know, kind of like a We Are the World. Uh, why don't you boys write it? Hey, that's great. Uh, Smitty and I could do that. Uh, couldn't we, Smitty? Uh, what do you need to buy, Mr. Parker? Tonight. Tonight? Tonight? Now, hold on, Mr. Parker. You can't expect us to write a big number like that, cast it, and perform it all by tonight. Take it or leave it, boys. We have to get it recorded for the download sales. Get on it. Uh, I'll see you later. Uh, hold on, Mr. Porker. Yeah, uh, can't we have a chance to... What dumb rotten luck, Smitty. Just when Slap Happy was almost finished. Well, it could be worse. At least we have a job. <laughs> but I don't know what we're going to do. Hey, Mr. Smith. Mr. Wesson. I brought your coffees. Why, look who it is. It's Tommy the Coffee Boy. Hey, it's about time, kid. Still in the Navy, Tommy? Uh, you bet. Uh, that's why I'm so late. I was busy swabbing down the decks. Uh, decks. And then I had to go to emergency because I started vomiting out of my eyeballs. Oops. <laughs> now I just peed myself. Yeah, there's a lot of that going around. Yeah, the spillage is infecting the whole city. Uh, between that and the war with the Easter Islanders, I tell you, it's a sick, sick world out there. You got that right. Yep, it's a sick, sick world that we live in. Sick, sick world that we live in. Hey, wait a minute, Smitty. What? Play that again, will ya? What, you, you mean this? Right there. It's a sick, sick world that we live in. Yeah, yeah, I hear ya. It's a sick, sick world by far. Corruption's on the increase, even practiced by the police in the confines of their car. Yeah, yeah, it's a sick, sick world that we live in. Thank you, Professor. It's a sick, sick place to be. <laughs> and while it may not be too prudent in Beijing, they kill the students just for wanting to be free. Here we go. It's a sick, sick world that we live in. It's a sick, sick world to say the least. The Shias kill a hostage. We bomb them into sausage. And a boy is molested by a priest. Hey, there you go. That's terrific, Tom.
Tommy. Hey, Smitty, I think we got a hit in our hands. You sure do, Mr. Wesson. Say, Tommy, why don't you take it first? Oh, I don't know, Mr. Wesson. I really should be getting to the hospital. Oh, no, no, no. You got to stay here and rehearse with us, Tommy. You're going to perform with us at the big concert. I am? Me? Sure you are. The big Benefit concert? Wow, that's a dream come true. Howdy. Rock hard again. Looks like Tommy the Coffee Boy's got talent as well as the spillage. He just puked in C minor. Meanwhile, on the outskirts of town... Say, why do they always call it the outskirts? Why can't it be the outpants? Yeah, that's got a nice ring to it. Meanwhile, on the outpants of town, the aliens are getting closer by the minute to their precious spaceship that they've been searching for. For, like, ever. I think it's just up here, Captain. That's what you said an hour ago. Look, I'm the ship's doctor. You're the navigator. You should know where we left the ship. Stop it, both of you. We need to work together here. Honor Don, where did we leave the ship? Um, just up here, Captain. Okay, look, this is where we crushed that tent. Now, where's the ship? You didn't leave the keys in it again, did you, Anodam? No, I have them right here. Sir, look at these markings on the ground. It looks like our ship has been dragged away by another vehicle. Great. Just great. We're on a mission to stop one of the most deadly escape prisoners the galaxy has ever known, and our ship gets towed. I think if we follow these tracks, we will find it. Can't we just go for lunch? I'm tired of walking. Come on. Let's go get our ship back. This mission is so stupid. Rock hard here. Looks like we're getting close to some sort of confrontation, folks, so I'll keep this narration brief. The aliens have followed the skid marks, if you will, to a beat-up cabin a few miles down the road. It's the cabin and car compound of that zombie who owns Double Z Towing. His family, consisting of himself, a mummy zombie, and two kid zombies, are sitting around the kitchen table. Louis Vesterberian, the kid whose tent got squashed by the spaceship, he's with them. It's fast approaching dusk. An eerie quiet hangs in the air. The aliens are crouched behind an unclaimed car out in the yard while they figure out their next move. They can see their spaceship in the yard amongst the other vehicles, and they know they have to get it back at all costs. Okay. Hold on, this narration isn't brief at all. Come on, guys. This is ridiculously long and and overwritten. Jesus. Brief. Yeah, right. Listen, I heard what you writers did to our announcer Harv earlier. And now you're trying to pull the same crap with me? Well, you do that again and I'll rip your friggin' heads off, okay? And now back to the show. It appears that those beings in that cabin have captured our ship. They sure are ugly. No kidding. Maybe we should just blast them with goo and scare the crap out of them. No. I think we should try to reason with them. We don't want to raise their suspicions. Oh, good idea, Captain. I guess all those people Anadam burnt to a crisp with her stupid death ray could be just the result of a drive-by barbecuing. Oh, shut up! Oh, you shut up. Look, both of you shut up. I'll go and get the ship back. Wait here. Um, yes. I'd like to speak to someone about getting my spaceship back. Yes, 
well. Is there someone that can help me? Our ship is behind that fence over there, and we need it to get back to our planet. Our huge brains need refreshing. See? See how big my brain is? Hello, Xandor to Earthlings. Does anyone understand what I'm saying? I want my spaceship back. Oh, for grub's sake, don't just stand there staring at my huge throbbing brain. Adonar, have you got the translator, Matron? These idiots don't understand anything I'm saying. I think it's in the ship, Captain. Well, that's a great place for it. Let me try reasoning with them, Captain. I majored in speaking to morons at the Space Academy. Well, I'm coming too. Well, maybe we should just blast a hole in the fence and take our ship back. It appears that they want us to join them for dinner, Captain. Oh, isn't that nice? I'm starving. Why, yes, we would be happy to share food with you. Do you think that is wise, Captain? We know nothing of this culture. Nonsense. We just choke down some of their native swill and then take our huge brains back to... Captain! Adnark, they're eating the captain! They're coming for us. Set the laser on kill. I don't know which one it is. Try the first one! You've turned that zombie into a monkey. Try another setting. Which one they all at the same? I don't know anyone. Quickly! Now you've turned them into river dancers. Try it again. Stop! Give it to me! No, don't use that setting. I know that one. It's not for killing. That's the setting for... Giant zombie! <laughs> luck for that alien chump. Just as he was about to escape back to outer space, he gets a bullet in the brain. Let that be a lesson to all of you. You could be walking down the street minding your own business, and at any second you could get a bullet in the brain. Believe me, it's happened to me on at least a, a dozen occasions. Anyway, that's it for me. Take it away, Harv. Thanks, rock hard, private dick. Well, that was an exciting end to an episode, wasn't it? The alien getting shot in the head like that? Who shot him? Where did the bullet come from? Okay, it came from a gun, I know, but what kind of gun? A rifle? A pistol? A Smith & Wesson? Did Smith & Wesson fire a Smith & Wesson? Actually, I know who did it, but I signed a non-disclosure contract, so you're out of luck there. You'll just have to wait until next week to find out. See how that works? You're hooked. Well... Well, until next time, when you can join us for... Monogamy. 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 Monogamy.